<sighs> Hare Krishna, good morning or good afternoon, wherever you are. Uh, today we're going to continue with our Sunday Bhagavatam class. There are some very nice verses today. So, <clears throat> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So, uh, we begin today with verse 1926, first canto, chapter 9, text 26. This is um, a description of Bhishma on the bed of arrows. And now, at Yudhisthira's request, Bhishma is going to explain basically how this world works. If, if you think of Bhishma's not all prayers, but Bhisma's statements on the bed of arrows in the Bhagavatam, the simple structure, which is Bhisma begins by glorifying Krishna. And then in the previous verse, uh, Yudhisthira, uh, Yudhisthira had some questions because Yudhisthira now has to govern the world. He's the new ruler of the world and he's wondering, how am I going to do that? So the previous verse said, Sutu Vacha, Yudhisthira, Stadakarnya. So Yudhisthira, hearing Bhishma speak, Shayanam Sharapanjareya Prachat, he asked, he inquired from Bhishma, who was lying on the bed of arrows, Vividhan Dharman, sobri, so that's Spanish, sorry. <laughs> he asked Bhishma about um, the various dharmas, like the different duties, because it's his responsibility now to see that everyone does their duty properly in society. So he asked about these different duties for different classes of people. And Rishinang, Chanushin, Matang. And the sages were also listening. So uh, listening along, as I said, which is significant because Bhishma externally was a Kshatriya, but actually even the sages want to learn from him. So now... Uh, Sutta Goswami speaking, and he says that talking about well, this is actually actually in this verse, it's not Bhishma speaking yet. This is still uh, describing what Yudhisthira asked about because in, in the verse today, one nine twenty six, you may notice that um, that there's a lot of words ending in the letter N. Like the first line, Purusha Svabhava Vitan, and then uh, the last line, Amnatobaya Lakshanan. So those words ending in N, those compound phrases, uh, are the object of the verb Aprachat in the previous verse that Yudhisthira asked. So this is, so these two, the first and last line in this verse are what Yudhisthira asked. He asked these things. So let's go into the verse more in detail. First, I'll read Prabhupada's translation, which is uh, sounds a little complex, but then I think it, it'll we can break it down. It'll be pretty simple. Uh, 
So at Maharaj Yudhisthira's inquiry, Bhishma Dev first defined. So technically, grammatically, it's still this is still what um, Yudhisthira asked. All the classifications of castes and orders of life in terms of individuals' qualifications. Then he systematically, in twofold division, described counteraction by detachment and interaction by attachment. So, um, I'll ex explain that now. Uh, the first line, Purushasvabhavavihitan. Uh, Bihita here, or Bihitan, in the plural accusative case, means uh, sort of ordained, ordained or established. So, Purusha Subhava Bihitan, the duties which are established for Purusha, for people, Subhava. Uh, by their own nature. So this is very much what Krishna explains in the Bhagavad Gita, that our duty uh, actually arises from our nature. So you can't just look at somebody's body and then uh, tell what their duty is. You have to actually know who they are. So um, actually, th this line, Purusha Svabhava Bihitan, is modifying or explaining or referring to the third line in the previous verse, which is that Yudhisthira Aprachat asked about vivitan dharman. Uh, Prabhupada says multifarious duties or various dharmas. So, so Yudhisthira asked about various or multifarious dharmas. And then in the next verse, those dharmas, the first line of the next verse, is talking about those dharmas that Yudhisthira asked about. And those dharmas are bihitan, they're designated or they're established or they are ordained by a person's own nature. So the Vedic system is not a, a culture in which people are forced into unnatural, bizarre situations by a totalitarian king or something. I mean, that's, you know, modern people who are most of them, I can't say brilliant. Um, you know, that's the image they have of, of monarchy in general. But here, <clears throat> these vivitan dharman that you just asked about, these multifarious duties are ordained, established by one's own nature. So you have to act according to your nature, which means that if we get too much into uh body stereotypes or gender stereotypes were going to mess up the system because people must have the freedom to serve Krishna according to their own nature. And so those um, bibidhan, those multifarious or various duties are yata varna, according to varna, yatashramam, and according to ashram. So even though people, this is an important point, even though people have a God-given right or duty to serve according to their nature, but you can't just do anything and claim it's your nature. It has to be according to varna and ashram, your occupation and your sort of your social or family situation. In other words, 
So you have to identify, you have to locate yourself on this Vedic map, according to Varn and Ashram. It's just like on a typical graph, you know, there's the vertical axis and the horizontal axis. So, and, and then you, well, anyway, that's that was a graph. <laughs> and so it's like, uh, you know, it's a typical graph where you have to have, you have to have two axes and then you locate something. Whether, for example, the horizontal axis can be years like 1990, 1991, et cetera, et cetera. And the top one can be, let's say, how much money a company made. And so you see that, you know, they started to make more money and then it went down. So that's that's a typical graph. It has two axes, so you can locate things. And it's the same with the Varnashram system. And, and so that's why it's you can't just say, well, householders should do this or sannyasi should... Well, sannyasi is different, but or even sannyasi actually, or sannyasi should do that because you have to know also uh, not only their ashram but also their varna. Of course, for sannyasi, as I was saying, I mean, hopefully the sannyasi has developed a brahminical nature; otherwise, it's going to be trouble when you have sannyasis with all the power of sannyasi, but they don't have a brahminical nature, and we've seen that actually within the Hare Krishna movement. So. So let's say a grihasta, which is an easier example. So a grihasta, the grihasta, literally standing at home or staying at home. And um, so that tells you something about them. Someone is married, a man or a woman, but then what is their natural vocation? Is a man or a woman an intellectual or is it natural for them to manage things or to make money or, you know, sort of manage the production of wealth or food or whatever, or is the person a sudra? So you can't say that in many cases, I mean, some things you can say about grihastas, such as, you know, they should make sure they feed their children. So obviously there are some universal things about grihastas, but at the same time, um, in terms of specifically what they're going to do, you have to know not only their varna, but also their asha, however you do that. So, then you can locate the person in society. Okay, this is your natural position in society. This is what you should be doing because we have located you according to Varna and Ashram. So that's how the system worked. So, Purusha Svavava Bhitan Yata Varnam Yatashramam. Yata means according to, according to Varna, according to Ashram. And Vairagya Rago Padi and with, which uh, Prabhupada translates this, it's a brilliant translation, a counteraction by detachment and interaction by attachment. So what this means is, by ragya, of course, we know it means detachment. And then raga is the opposite. Because raga means attachment or passion. And v means often without. So viraga, viraga means passionless or not passionate. Um, and so you have vairagya from the word viraga, passionless. So the, so a passionless state is vairagya, or detachment. And then raga, so you have both, detachment and attachment. And, uh, uh, and upadi, the word is vairagya raga, if you look in the word for word, upadi. Upadi means designation. Uh, as in that famous verse, sarvopadi vinir muktam, 
tatparatvena nirmalam rishikesha rishikena rishikesha sevanam bhaktiru uttama. So the highest bhakti is um, sarva upadi vinirma, to be free of sarva upadi, all designations. So designation can mean uh, bodily designations, like we talk about bodily designations to identify with your gender, your age, your nationality, your ethnicity, etc., etc., to, to actually identify with all of that, like this is who I am, which is illusion. And so real bhakti is sarvopadi vinir mukta, that you're free of all these designations. But here the word upadi, just like in English, the word designation can have that negative sense like bodily designation or can simply mean a classification of something. And so when Prabhupada says here in his translation, uh, counteraction, that is the sense of viraga in the sense of, okay, I have material attachments because I have a material body, but I counteract that by detachment. Or uh, I have attachments and I cannot give certain things up because I'm not there yet. I'm not ready to give them up yet. So therefore, because I have certain attachments, I interact with the material world, but within a context of bhakti yoga. So that's the... uh, uh, counteraction by detachment. In other words, you counteract your own attachments or interaction, you have to dovetail your interaction here just means like dovetailing. Like let's say um, I have a strong propensity to do business. Actually, I don't, but thank God some people do and are good at it. So uh, then I interact with the world according to my propensity and it gradually become purified. So that's what that's talking about. That uh, the established that that the uh, Dan Dharman, remember this comes, goes back to Yudhisthira's statement, he asked about various dharmas which are established by Vidhan, our own nature, the nature of the person, according to Gvarna and Dashram, you can't go wild and do crazy things, you have to, these duties always are within uh, the Varnashram system, and uh, there are two basic strategies, if you are able to overcome your attachments and you just give them up or avoid certain activities. If you can't overcome them at this stage, you engage them uh, by acting in the world. And so that's what that means. And then uh, these duties are amnatobhyalakshanan. It's interesting. So this vairagya raga, which also is exactly what... um, the terminology of prabritti nibritti. So prabritti is the interaction. Pra means forth, like prabritti means like uh, functioning. So something just, you get into it. That's prabritti. And and nibritti means you get out of it. But in both cases, there are strategies for spiritual advancement. So that nibritti, prabritti here is same thing as vairagya raga. And uh, and so the characteristics, Lakshana, I want to give you exact definitions. This last line, because this is, uh, these are interesting words in Sanskrit. So first of all, the word Lakshana means a symptom or, uh, or visible characteristic. Let's see what the dictionary says. 
um, a mark, sign, symbol, token, characteristic, attribute, quality. I, I said visible because lux means, it's a verb mean to see also. So uh, symptom, as I said, uh, definition, designation, type of thing. So, but but sort of like a visible symbol. That's what a symbol is. You can see it or a token or mark or the sign of something, the characteristic of something. And so ubhaya means both. So both duties, again, this last line, lakshanan, it ends in a long A and an N because it's referring back to the previous verse of the vividhan dharman, the various dharmas that Yudhisthira asked about. Amnata means uh, in according to authority, uh, in sort of in what we would say in the simple succession, uh, handed down in sacred texts. Handed down in sacred texts. It's a word which you find in the Bhagavatam. Amnata. Uh, so, or, you know, we say in Iskon, bona fide or coming from Shastra. So the the marks or the characteristics or the signs of uh, vairagya and like how do you know when you should give something up? How do you know when you should interact with the world? Koin Navarna and Ashram. So both of these categories of symptoms or sort of recognizing qualities in yourself or recognizing behavior of others. Amnata, you have to find that in bona fide authorities, such as Shastra. So that's what these two verses are talking about, actually. So, uh, so let's go to the next verse. Um, and so here are some of the, um, the Vividhan Dharman. We're still, again, uh, the first line and this whole verse, actually, and and directly the first and third lines uh, are still objects of the verb Yudhisthira Aprichita, Yudhisthira asked. So these are still things that Yudhisthira asked. So in a sense, um, the first three verses, uh, how many? No, we've only done, this is only the second one, actually. Or, or the the last verse last Sunday. So verses one nine twenty five, twenty six, and twenty seven. These three verses are all actually in Sanskrit one long sentence. This is still the, these three verses are one sentence because again, if you look at the first line, Dana Dharman, Raja Dharman, which means charity duties and royal duties. Uh, Dana Dharman, Raja Dharman, and then the third line, Sri Dharman, uh, women's duties, Bhagavad Dharman, and ultimately devotees' duties. These are, all these words are objects of the verb aprichita. He asked, Yudhisthira asked. So these are still the things that Yudhisthira is asking. I want to mention that because it's easy to assume that every every verse that we, you know, in, in the numbers, because that that all these verses, each individual verse is a separate sentence, but often that's not the case. So the last three verses are, are one sentence. Uh, so 
So Yudhisthira asked about Donna, which as in Donna, from the word Donna, we have the English word donation and Sanskrit, Portuguese, Italian, da, give, to give, dare, dare, to give, and done in French. And uh, well, German is given. So, so the, all these, so dana, giving. So the dharma of giving, literally. The dharma, or the dharmas, it's plural. The dharmas, the duties of giving, charity, raja, dharman, the uh, duties of kings, the dharmas of kings, royal duties, moksha, dharman, the duties that lead to liberation. Like what duties or what dharmas do you perform to get